Welcome to the Aspen Chapel podcast with Nicholas and Heather Vesey. Interesting stories in the Bible. I always think if you look and find them, I think good old horror stories are there if you really want them. Well, talking about another horror. Today is our annual gift day, uh, and that's an opportunity for those who come regularly uh, to make a gift to the chapel over and above their normal contribution. It's a sort of harvest offering uh, from the year. Uh, you might have done a good year business-wise, or maybe sold your house well, or things matured in a way that you've got a capacity to give. Um, that's the idea of it anyway. Uh, and it always comes at the time of harvest, uh, you know, when we see what the year has brought us. And for me, that reading from Kings speaks to me as to why we're all here today and why it's important to support the work that we're doing now. The wisdom of Solomon was the wisdom from a different consciousness to the wisdom that was expected in dealing with these two women. He solved their problem by coming from a different level of consciousness. And the work that we're trying to do here in the sanctuary, I think, is of that same level. In essence, we're trying to establish within ourselves a different reference point to deal with the problems that come to us in the world. It's the same reference point that had Jesus say, you have heard that it is said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your father in heaven. He causes the sun to rise on the evil and the good and sends the rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Don't even the pagans do that. Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. That's a different level of consciousness, of looking at enemies and, and friends and what we should do and how we should do it. And Lao Tzu also in the Tao Te Ching, you know, that, that made him say uh, that your enemy is the shadow that you yourself cast on the world. Your, en- your enemy is the shadow that you yourself cast on the world. And in our mission statement, which is available on our website, Um, It says that we're here, really, as the chapel, to redefine spiritual values, to question, to seek relevant answers in a troubled world. And I do think that's what we're doing here. Our purpose is to let that spirit come through us and inform us and inform those around us as to new ways of looking at old problems to redefine those spiritual values, to question and to seek answers in a troubled world. Now, you may think, why bother? You know, we're a tiny community in a huge world. You know, there are 30 of us in this room, probably 200 out there on the interwebs, and maybe 1,000 in all who participate with us in the year going and working on these ideas that we're thinking about. You know, what's that compared to anything? But I don't think it is about numbers. It's about being true to our calling 
as Thomas Merton said, if I'm true to the concept that God utters in me, if I'm true to the thought of him that I was meant to embody, I shall be full of his actuality and find him everywhere in myself and find myself nowhere. I shall be lost in him. That is, I shall find myself. I shall be saved. And I, I think that's what's important because we don't know the effect that we have. No one knows what use of the work will be done of what we do. But what we can know is that we follow our calling. Merton wrote a great prayer. He said, my Lord God, I've no idea where I'm going. I don't see the road ahead of me. I cannot know for certain where it will end. Nor do I really know myself, and the fact that I think I'm following your will doesn't mean that I'm actually doing so. But I believe that the desire to please you does in fact please you. I know that I have that desire in all that I'm doing. I hope that I'll never do anything apart from that desire. And I know that if I do this, you will lead me by the right road though I may know nothing of it. Therefore, I will trust you always, though I may seem to be lost and in the shadow of death. I will not fear, for you are ever with me, and I will never, you will never leave me to face my perils alone. Amen. And I think that's lovely, and I think that really does have to be our approach. You know, we go on sitting on our meditation cushions and allowing that voice within to come through and inform us. Much we don't know. But there also is some that we do know. We do know, I think, here, yeah, that we are one with the universe. We know, I think, that we are a portal for that love that's at the centre of the universe. Individually, we are a portal. We express that love that's at the centre of the universe. We know that each of us has a unique relationship with the universe and therefore what we do is uniquely relevant. We know that we're connected to that divine at the heart of things and that it'll give us the wisdom we need to find our way no matter how rough it gets. We also know that we have to contribute. What we've got to contribute is that deep love with which we can connect. And we know that when we share that love, it changes something deep in all consciousness forever. And we make a difference to the evolution of that consciousness. I think in a world of not knowing, I think that's quite a lot to know. And it certainly motivates me to get up in the morning and do all the stuff that I do. And I hope it does the same for you. It's why we're here as a community. I also know that we don't always get things right. But when we get things wrong, I know that there's always a second chance that we can come back with that love and reconnect and make things better. Which is why, although we have disagreements with the Jewish community, I think I can say my 
personal relationship with Rabbi Emily has never been better. And although Elaine Bonds and Susan Nicholson had a terrible time last year, Elaine is back with us doing Connect, and Susan will be leading the music at our carol service on December the 19th. There's no fat lady to sing to tell us that it's over. All shall be well, and all shall be well, and all manner of things shall be well in the end. And if it's not well, it's not the end. And then we have the opportunities that come for us just to serve. And it's that spirit, in that spirit, that will host those people without homes over the holiday period and beyond. Uh, they're going to be with us from the 1st of November, which is Monday week, until the 31st of April, from 9 in the evening till 7 in the morning, seven days a week. And whereas there will be quite a load on the capacity of the chapel, I think all of us feel very privileged to have this opportunity to serve. How great that we can do something that's actually tangible and will make a real difference to so many people. Not just the ones that stay with us at the night shelter, but also those who care in our community for them and those who want them to be looked after. You know, I've had so many people saying how grateful they are that the chapel has stepped up for the town and it's, it's only the right thing for us to do. This gift day is about showing your support for all of this and we, we really couldn't do it without being the community that we are. And later on in the service, we'll be sharing communion together. And you know, that's such an important ritual. Not because it's what churches do, but because it's a sign of us coming together as a community and affirming the divine that's at the centre of all things. That's at the root of communion. When Jesus instituted communion, it was to remind us that we were all part of the body of Christ, the oneness that's at the centre of all things, the feeder of wisdom, the provider of love, the source of all joy and blessings and resources. We allow ourselves to be broken like the bread, like Christ. And our lives are poured out like wine to nourish others with love. We give ourselves as living sacrifices, made holy by the love which we connect to and which we share with all those around us. And that's why we come together as a community. Our purpose is to bring about wholeness in a broken world, however we can, and to continue the contribution that this chapel has been making for over 50 years. Over the last few weeks, I've been looking at the theme of harvest, looking at what we've been making of our lives over the last year, looking at our purpose being to serve, even in our pain, and that we're here to comfort, comforte, to strengthen others, and us being willing to do that, even at our cost, frees us to give joyfully with a spirit of freedom. We're hoping to raise $35,000 over this period, and there's a link on the front page of the website and also on the watch page, so if you can at home, please consider how you might support us as we continue to support others. 
this isn't just a job for me. This is a calling. I started this game exactly 42 years ago this weekend. So I've been on the game for 42 years. And I felt, you know, right from the beginning that it was my duty to bear witness to the existence of that divine nature. And for that reason, I gave up my job in advertising and embarked upon this spiritual journey. And it's a work that's taken me through many different iterations. Personal development trainer, consultant, acolyte, curate, all these arcane words, I love them. Priest in the Church of England, serving in London, Durham, Tunbridge Wells, Norwich, and now I'm here. I do this as it's my life's work, but I'm also lucky that I have it as my job. All of us here are involved in the same work. You wouldn't be present with me here if that wasn't the case. And for me, it is the most important work in the world, and it holds the answers to so many questions that humanity is asking at the moment. Should we cut this baby in half or not? I do hope we'll continue, uh, you'll continue in your support of what we're doing together. And uh, it's a privilege to be with you. Thanks for listening. If you feel moved to make a donation to the chapel, please go to aspenchapel.org. Thank you. And if you'd like to receive these podcasts regularly, Subscribe to the Aspen Chapel through Apple, Google Play, YouTube, or any other outlet.